Hey folks, it's Keith here, and before we get into our last episode of the year, I just wanted to say thanks so much for your support, and ask if you could take a quick minute to leave a comment or review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, or even on our Facebook or Instagram accounts at Always Podcast. It's really helpful, and it's so great to hear from you, and it'll be a big, big help in plotting out what's in store for the future of Always West Seattle. Thanks so much. Welcome to Always West Seattle, the podcast where the people, places, happenings, and history of West Seattle intersect. I'm your host, Keith Bacon, and it is the 1st of December, which means it's time for the December Agenda episode. And it's Christmas time in the city, so a lot of people are thinking about shopping and entertaining and what do I do with these kids who are home from school. So what better place to be for our December Agenda episode than right here at Meeple's Games. And I'm here with the uh, founder and CEO of Meeple's Games, Laura Schneider. Hi, Laura. Hi, Keith. How you doing? I'm great. How are you this morning? I'm very well. Thanks so much for opening up the store a little early today. Usually this space is jam-packed full of people having fun. (laughs) That's right. And we are here just a little bit earlier before it gets pretty crazy in here. Enjoy the quiet. (laughs) So before we get into the December agenda, I would love to know a little bit more about you and Meeple's Games. How did you get into the board game business? Well, I have been a gamer since I was very small. Mm -hmm. There's a photograph, a black and white photo from like 1966 Mm -hmm. of my siblings and I and my grandparents and my aunt and my parents sitting around the table. They were playing Racco. Oh. And games have been a part of my life ever since then. Mm -hmm. And then I had my own child and... We played a lot of games. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a refugee from the Seattle software industry, <laughs> where I ended as the director of test engineering for a big company, and I didn't want to do that anymore. And mm-hmm. so I opened a game store so that everyone could play together. It's myself and my son, who has been playing games with me since he was very small. That's He's so our cool. store manager and uh-huh. part owner, and my partner, Brian Taylor, he is also a part owner. And now I get to play games all the time. (laughs) That's kind of dreamy. Yeah. (laughs) I'm very lucky. And what's your process for selecting games that you sell in the store? I have irons in so many fires. Mm -hmm. There are blogs and there's Board Game Geek and there are industry postings and magazines and conferences. And I just listen and look and pay attention to what I think is going to fit our audience And I pick and choose, and 95% of the time, I I think I did pretty well. Sometimes we get a stinker or two, but Mm -hmm. that's pretty rare. Would you say that West Seattle is home to a particular kind of gamer or game enthusiast? We have a broad range of different kinds of gamers here in West Seattle. Mm -hmm. We have a large Warhammer community. We have a large Magic the Gathering, Pokemon, D&D for sure, Mm -hmm. board games, And families are really who we cater to. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of game opportunities in other neighborhoods at other stores. And part of some of the feedback I get is that we are very nice. (laughs) And we have a very open and welcoming community. Mm -hmm. Um, It's not toxic at all. Mm. We take everyone at all levels. And we treat all people the same. And that just makes everybody feel comfortable and warm and happy and friendly and family fun. And Yeah, that is really important now more than ever. And Meeple's is 
definitely much more than a retail store. It is a place for people to come in, hang out, play games. Was that the intention from the get-go? It was. It was always the intention. When my son was younger, we would go places and play games. Mm -hmm. And it's hard to do that. At a coffee shop, the table's too small. Right. In a restaurant, they want to turn tables. They don't want you to sit there for two hours and play a game. Right. So it's hard to find a place where you can go and relax and not be at your house and have fun. And that's what we wanted to have here. Mm -hmm. It's bright so I can read my cards (laughs) and I can get something to eat Mm -hmm. or a, a drink or and I have plenty of room to play my game and have fun outside of my house. I should mention that, yeah, you have like a a full cafe set up here with food and drinks and everything. Do you think that's been a big part of your success as being a place for people to come and hang out? I do. I do. It's a really great family activity or groups of people to go out and and do something that doesn't involve a bar or, Mm -hmm. you know, it's very social. Yeah. We get away from our screens. Yeah. And our food's pretty good. You can get a burger and a beer or a coffee and a pastry. And, Mm -hmm. you know, we have 300 plus games in our game library. They're free to play. Wow. I've come in here many times. Meeples has saved my butt in in the last minute gift. Like, what am I going to get? And your staff and you are always so amazing about like, this is who I'm looking for. I like this kind of game. And so if you haven't played a game, come in and talk to the people here and they'll sort of steer you in the right direction of your your interests, your playing level, that sort of thing. That is one of our goals. I want people to have the game that's good for them mm-hmm. and that makes them happy and they feel like they pick something good. So we try to help them. Yeah. And what are some of the in-store gaming opportunities that you offer here on a regular basis? Oh, we have something going every day. We have Magic the Gathering tournaments three times a week, Friday, wow. Saturday, and Tuesday. Mm-hmm. We have Pokemon training camp on Sundays, which mm-hmm. it's crazy town, but the kids love it. <laughs> yeah. It's free. It's from noon to two. Mm-hmm. We have Warhammer night on mm-hmm. Thursdays. We have a big, big group. They're so friendly and nice mm-hmm. and everyone is welcome. We have board game night on Thursdays. Uh-huh. That's a big one for us. Yeah. A lot going on. Yeah. We do have, now it's not the winter break, but it's the spring break in February, mm-hmm. mid, late, early spring, winter break, whatever they call it, mm-hmm. we have a, a D&D camp. Oh, cool. So For kids. So there are still some slots open for that. All right. And is that something like you need to be a, a D&D player to get nope. into? or it's more Any like, skill level. All right. Cool. And in addition to coming here to try out a game, you also offer game rentals that people want to try something at home or take it on a weekend cabin trip. That's right. Not all the games in the library, but the the ones that we think are good and they're in good condition, we think people are going to want to play. And they range from five to $10 for two nights. Mm -hmm. And it's a great way to learn a game in the comfort of your home and decide if you want to have it. Yeah, that is an awesome program. I just spent uh, Thanksgiving. It was a Friendsgiving for me down in Portland. And uh, we were staying at the McMenamin's Edgefield. And oh, that's yeah, it got set up in the what was called the library, but it got pretty rowdy <laughs> in there with all the games that we were playing. It was really fun. How long have you been in business now? We'll be 10 years in May. Wow, that's exciting. It's terrifying and exciting. <laughs> I can't believe it's been that long. In what way do you attribute the West Seattle community to your longevity and success? I think that we we mesh well. This store is kind of 
my personality mm-hmm. and were open and friendly and family oriented. And, and I think people like that and we're not stuck up about anything. <laughs> I've been to game stores where they look at me and they're like, Neh. Oh yeah. And, and because I don't fit their, their dungeon dark gamer mode. Right? right. Right. But I don't want that. I want everybody to be welcome and, and friendly and especially families, kids and games, families and games. It's just the best thing. One of the best things you can do with your kids, mm-hmm. you're interacting with them, you're, you're, you're looking at them and talking to them. You're not just in the same room. Right. They love that. And yeah. they learn stuff. Mm-hmm. They learn math and probabilities and how to take a turn. And it's just a great activity. Awesome. Don't tell the kids they're learning when they're having fun. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> if someone has never joined a, an, an open gameplay like you offer here on such a regular basis, what would be a good place to start? Board game night. I'm so glad you mentioned that because that's on our December agenda and we're going to talk about that one in a little bit. Okay. That seems like a good point to get into the December agenda. Look for links and more info in our show notes on your podcast player for everything that we're mentioning. And these are all coming from the West Seattle blog. And for the definitive list of West Seattle holiday events and info, check out the West Seattle blog holiday guide. It's what's happening, what's open on holidays, tons and tons of useful info, always updated Uh, You know how that West Seattle blog works. Anything you need to know about West Seattle, it's happening there. So thanks again to West Seattle blog for being such a great community resource. December 1st through 10th, the fourth annual Winter Wander Scavenger Hunt runs from 5 p.m. Friday to 7 p.m. Sunday. This is kind of a, a free event to everyone of all ages. You submit selfies in front of the correct solutions to be entered into drawings for duffel bags filled with gift cards and swags and a hundred dollar grand prize will be awarded to the team that earns the most points during the hunt with extra points awarded for donations to the West Seattle and White Center food banks, as well as toys for tots. Laura, speaking of scavenger hunts, collectibles are a big part of your business here at Meeple's as well. Mm -hmm. Is it still all about Pokemon cards or are there other things that are popular these days to collect and trade? Oh, well, there's Pokemon, there's Magic the Gathering. Mm -hmm. And the new arrival on the scene is Disney Lorcana. Oh, yeah. What is that? That is a trading card game, Mm -hmm. a two-player card game, and it is all Disney properties. So far, it's mostly the movies. Okay. It's very, very, very collectible. It's very hard to get. Okay. And we are running a league on Tuesdays, so you can come for free and play. We don't really have any cards to sell you because it's very hard to get. Wow. The second set just came out. Okay. But it's a great fun game. It's easy to learn. It's Mm -hmm. aimed at adults and kids. Mm -hmm. It's easy to play. Unlike a lot of the card games, you're not trying to kill the other person. You're just (laughs) trying to be the first one to get the points. Gotcha. Very Disney. Yeah. (laughs) That sounds fun. Uh, December 8th through 17th, It's a Wonderful Life, the radio play edition of Twelfth Night Productions. Beloved show returns to Kenyon Hall, and over at Arts West, it's the world premiere of Snowed In, a new holiday musical that takes all the best elements from vintage holiday TV specials, SNL, The Rockettes, and Old Hollywood, and mixes in the humor, voice, and reality of 2023. Catch Snowed In uh, Wednesday through Sunday until December 23rd. Laura, if you were snowed in somewhere, what game would you want with you? What's the one game that you oh, just Oh, my goodness. Well, my all-time favorite game 
is called Advanced Civilization. Okay. It's been out of print for 20 years. Mm. And it's great. It takes 10 to 12 hours to play. Uh-huh. It's a great way to fill up a day. <laughs> if I didn't have access to that, I would probably want Wingspan. Okay. Do you have, uh, what, what was the name of the, the game you just mentioned, the first one? Advanced Civilization. Do you have that available to play here at Meeple's? Or? No. <laughs> I have one at home, uh-huh. but it I paid a lot of money for it like 15 <laughs> years ago, and it's... <laughs> All right, you got to get on the, the A-list to play that one with Laura. Right. Um, I love the idea with Snowden of a holiday show tied into those old TV specials, you know. And, of course, that happens with games a lot, too. Uh, sometimes a game is based on a movie, and sometimes in reverse, like Clue, one of the, you know, a, a cult hit, one of the best not great movies of all time. <laughs> and with the success of Barbie, there are a lot more toy and game movies heading our way, with one of them being a movie about the card game Uno. How do you think they'll make a movie out of Uno? <laughs> exactly. I'm, I'm a little at a loss for words. I, I would expect that it would be a documentary about the game. Oh, yeah. But maybe there's a story. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Well, we'll leave that to uh, the, the more creative minds than us, I guess. Uh, moving on, Astra Lumina is a celestially inspired light show happening December 8th through January 7th on the grounds of of the Seattle Chinese Garden on the north end of the South Seattle College campus. You get tickets in advance, and you can find more information in our show notes and on the West Seattle blog about that. Is there a new game that you'd like to shed some light on? <laughs> but don't um, A new game that came out recently that, that I think is really good, it's called Forest Shuffle. Mm-hmm. And here in the Northwest, we like games that are all about things green and, and lush. Mm-hmm. And you are building your forest around trees for points. Mm-hmm. It's a, a like a set collection tableau building kind of game. Very okay. fun, very pretty, and affordable. I think it's $40, uh-huh. which, you know, I'm going to say this. Games are a very value-friendly yeah. entertainment option. Right. You know, you can get a lot of play out of a $40 or $50 game mm-hmm. as opposed to go into a movie with your family, you're going to drop that on one adventure when That's you can it. play a game many, many, many times. That's right. And you can make popcorn at home. That's right. <laughs> Moving on, at the Senior Center, a Silver Sounds holiday show happens December 6th. It's a music-filled parody of the show It's a Wonderful Life with West Seattle standing in for Bedford Falls. It's a sing-along with jokes and a mystery raffle and Santa too. And December 7th, the Piano Bar returns to the Senior Center, 7 to 10 p.m. with Larry Knapp and other musical guests. Do you get many seniors coming into Meeple's to play games? And if so, what are they playing? We do. And I'm always impressed that they are willing to reach out and learn something new. Mm -hmm. We have quite a few people who come to board game night Mm -hmm. and learn new games, teach their friends. And again, it's a great activity. Mm -hmm. December 8th. Ever-enduring Seattle musician Duff McKagan performs at Easy Street Records in celebration of his new album, Lighthouse, which you need to buy a copy of at the store to score a spot inside. And that's sure to be a packed house for that one. And December 9th, South Hall performs at Easy Street, an acoustic set 
of their, quote, Red Dirt Music. That's at 6 p.m. ahead of their Tractor Tavern show later that night. Laura, what music do you like to listen to when you're playing games? I am a very eclectic music listener. Mm -hmm. In fact, people talk about the music that we play here. Uh huh. It's a collection of mariachi, and then you'll hear some Hawaiian, and then there's some <laughs> rock and roll, and then there's some 70s singer-songwriter, and it just, the whole gamut, Uh huh. <laughs> um, which I like. I like to change it up. Yeah. Are, are you in charge of the playlists here? We use a service where we get to pick the genres, but okay. not the songs. Mm -hmm. And yes, I am in charge of the playlist. All right. <laughs> You're the DJ on top of everything else. <laughs> uh, Saturday, December 9th, Hometown Holidays Glow, Glorious Lights of West Seattle in the Alaska Junction uh, from 4 to 8 p.m. This is the big event in the junction with a night market and a beer and wine garden and a costume contest and a tunnel of lights and choirs and DJs and, uh, of course, this uh, West Seattle Glows art presentation and the tree lighting. Uh, Laura, in a world with so many options to keep us entertained, why do you think board games have endured? Well, they're fun. <laughs> and I think that we as humans like to compete. Mm -hmm. And, you know, everything isn't, you know, gladiator till the death. You yeah. always want to compete and play and yeah. be social. And, and I think that's why they endure I was in India for work mm -hmm. um, like 15 years ago, and we took a tour of a temple, and ground into the floor of the temple was a game board. Oh, wow. From way, way, way back. Uh -huh. We've been playing games as humans forever. Sure, sure. Yeah, it definitely brings people together, you know, across yep. all the spectrums, you know. And uh, people are going to have an opportunity to see us at the night market. Oh, yeah? Yep. Cool. What do you, you're going to be set up there with a booth? And yep, we have a booth and mm -hmm. um, we'll have some special stuff happening and it's going to be dark and cold. Hopefully it won't rain. <laughs> <laughs> but it won't be dark with all this glowing stuff that's, that's right. happening. Everyone's going to be all lit up. So that'll be really fun. Hanukkah, the Jewish Festival of Lights, begins December 7th and ends December 15th. And the Torah Learning Center of West Seattle has announced uh, a number of local events culminating with a grand menorah lighting on December 14th from 4 to 5 p.m. at the Alki Bathhouse. Uh, on December 15th and 16th, there's a Santa Claus and Grinch photo fundraiser for Stephanie's Lifeline, supporting homeless, foster, low-income, and other underserved families in Washington State. That's happening at uh, Blue Grouse in White Center from 4 to 7. And December 16th, C&P Holiday Craft Fair, 8 to 2 Local makers will be at CMP Coffee Company to show and sell their creations. Laura, are there any decent holiday-themed games, or are we just sort of stuck with Elf on the Shelf and Find the Pickle on the Tree? Find the Pickle on the Tree. You never heard of that one? No. <laughs> no, that sounds fun, though. Yeah. I might have to put <laughs> one on our tree, the tree here. Yeah. There are some. There's a game called Spot It mm -hmm. that has a holiday version. Mm -hmm. Very fun and hilarious and fast. It's over in a minute and a half. Yeah. And then there's one called Santa's Bag, which I think is okay. Mm -hmm. There's a holiday Gutadama mm. and a uh, card game. Uh-huh. But no, not really. Oh, I'm a, I'm a huge <laughs> fan of that lazy egg. <laughs> I, don't, I have a card game, but I don't think it was holiday. You know what? They have a regular Gutadama card game. Okay. All right. Cool. I supported a Kickstarter for a game based on the movie Silent Night, Deadly Night, which is about a serial killer Santa. And it's 
I just I really got it for the the novelty aspect of it. It's not the world's best game, but that's my contribution to the holiday game oeuvre. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Santas on a rampage, the Santa pub crawl happens December 16th. Wear your Santa suit and join neighbors roaming between junction bars and pubs from 5 to 11 p.m. There's a link for the locations in our show notes and on the West Seattle blog holiday event calendar that's raising money for the Furry Faces Foundation. Laura, is there a good game to play when you've been drinking or know that you're about to be drinking? Oh, there are so many. Mm -hmm. Here's a fun fact. Games that are designed for children Mm -hmm. are really great drinking games. Oh, really? Yeah, because they don't require a lot of, you know, brain power. And Mm -hmm. um, uh, Dragon's Breath is one. Hammer Time is another one. Those are very fun. Mm -hmm. But some of the best bar games include Chicken, which is a dice game. It's fairly new. Super fun. And, you know, it's easy and portable. It's small and little bag. Put Mm -hmm. it in your pocket. (laughs) What about Candyland? Would that, do you think that would translate well to like a a pub crawl? (laughs) If I never have to play Candyland again in the course of my life, I'll be very, very happy. Is it your least favorite game ever? I believe it is. Really? I do believe it is. What do you hate about Candyland? I just have played it so many times. Uh-huh. <laughs> I played it as a child. I played it with my little sister. Right. We played it and played it and played it and played it. And there are such better games for that age group. Yes. Yeah, for sure. I always liked the commercial more than the game itself. You know, don't get stuck in molasses swamp. <laughs> that sounded actually kind of fun. I, the maybe art I'm... always kind of creeped me out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, moving on, December 17th, the West Seattle Runners 2023 Christmas Light Run Come for our fun annual tradition, a two and a half to three mile route to view holiday lights, wear your reflective gear, headlamps, strands of lights, and elves, Santas, dogs, kids, walkers, runners, welcome. It's an easy paced group run and it sounds like a lot of fun. I did an episode earlier this year with Tim and Lori of West Seattle Runner and learned a lot about the cool things that they do for West Seattle and building community. How do you think games help build community? Oh, well, you know, that's kind of our our jam here at Meeple's Games. They bring people together, especially in the time now where screens, screens, screens. Mm -hmm. And that's a very isolating and solitary activity. Yeah. And playing a game, a physical analog game, you are sitting across from someone. Mm -hmm. You have to have a conversation. You're doing something together. It's It's a great family bonding experience. Here at Meeple's, people meet each other from around the community. We've had three marriages. We've had two babies. Wow. We've had, we have long-term couples. I mean, if you're looking for love, <laughs> this is Meeple's the Games is the place. I think these days people don't have the social groups that we used to have. Mm-hmm. People used to have their church group and their social the Elks and the, you know, and we just don't do that as much anymore. And so what happens here is people find a social group and make new friends Mm -hmm. and get out of the house. And because we have people from all walks of life, you might become best friends with somebody that you would not have even spoken to before. Mm -hmm. And a great way to experience that for yourself is Thursday, December 21st. And every Thursday here at Meeple's is board game night. Tell me about how this works. Uh, we host board game night. Mm-hmm. Tonight it's me. Mm-hmm. And we teach two games each week. People can play whatever they want out of the game library, but we teach two games. 
People come in who've never come. They come in groups. They come individually. There are people who have met here, and now they have a group, and they come every Thursday and play. And it is an opportunity for people to meet and hang out with people and play games when they don't have a group to do that with. Awesome. That's really cool. What is one game that you think everyone should know how to play? Well, I'm going to, this is a little self-serving, <laughs> but I'm going to go with Carcassonne. Mm-hmm. Carcassonne is a tile laying game. It's been out for 25 years, mm-hmm. and it's the game that coined the term Meeple. Oh, yeah. Meeple stands for My People. Okay. In a European-style board game, it's our, our little wooden dude, and that's the game that came from. And it's still a great game. I can play whatever I want, and we played it recently at home. Awesome. Uh, now we know the story of Meeples. That was, I was going to ask you about that, but now I don't have to. <laughs> uh, Saturday, December 23rd, and every Saturday this month, there's a free in-person writing group in a safe, critique-free space for writers ages 16 and up. You can find more information about that in our show notes and on the West Seattle blog event calendar. Laura, what's one of your favorite stories or fictional worlds to come out of a game? The Magic the Gathering universe is so vast, and there's so much mythology and history and the way they storytell across all the different planes mm-hmm. and what's that. It's just incredible. Yeah. The amount of story mm-hmm. behind this card game. Yeah. Would you say it's transcended Dungeons and Dragons now in, in terms of its reach and the scope of its universe? I think it probably has. Mm -hmm. Dungeons and Dragons has, in the last maybe nine, ten years, seen a big resurgence in popularity from the 80s when we were worshiping the devil playing. (laughs) We've come a long way. Yeah, we really have. Um, But Magic has been steadily growing that entire time. Mm -hmm. It's been, I think it came out in the early mid-90s. Right. So it's been many years and it still continues to be very popular. New people coming in all the time and then we have people in their 60s who've been playing. And those cards, I know that, that that's a part of the trading and collectible, the magic cards. What's the the most that a magic card could be worth? Oh, well, there's the Black Lotus, mm-hmm. which is the one that everybody always talks about. And uh-huh. it's, you know, probably, I don't know, tens of thousands of dollars wow. for wow. one card. They're very rare. Mm-hmm. We have a card that is like $2,500. Mm-hmm. Most of them are eight. Six, five, ten. Gotcha. Have you ever had like a golden ticket moment here where someone opens a pack of magic cards and they're like, look what I got? Happens all the time. Really? Yeah. One of our staff members, he opened a collector pack from the Lord of the Rings set mm-hmm. and came up with a, a one of 100 card, which is very valuable. Wow. Very valuable. Awesome. Yeah. So this is a lucky place, maybe, to get your magic cards? (laughs) I think it is. (laughs) (laughs) It's definitely magical. We know that much. Right. Uh, Another event happening here at Meeple's Games is Saturday, December 30th, Mafia with Comedians from Cozy Comedy. Tell me a little bit more about that. It is so incredibly fun. Mm -hmm. We've been doing this in conjunction with Cozy Comedy for about a year now. Mm -hmm. And Mafia is a social deduction game. Mm Mm-hmm. Some people are in the mafia, some people are not, and you're trying to figure out who's what and kill off the mafia people and who, which side's going to win. Okay. It's a really fun game. People dress up, and the comedians are hilarious. 
it's really just such a fun, fun evening. Is it kind of like werewolves? It is werewolf, except mafia. Okay, gotcha. So if I think mafia was first. Oh, really? Yeah. And so the comedians, are they playing roles as part of the gameplay, or are they just sort of cracking jokes as people are playing along? How does that work? So uh, there's the facilitator mm-hmm. is one, and then the other one is the color commentator. Gotcha. Yeah. So it's, it's very funny. They're very funny. If you want to die laughing, <laughs> come play Mafia at Meeple's Games. That's right. <laughs> Finally, December 31st, and every Sunday this month, from 1 to 3 p.m., this was a fun thing I found on the West Seattle Blog event calendar, the Tea and Sci-Fi Social Meetup, a delightful blend of tea tasting, sci-fi story discussions, and nerd appreciation. It happens on Zoom. Laura, games are fun, and everyone likes fun. Why do you think gamers are are considered nerdy sometimes? I think there are some games that attract people who are more into geek culture. Mm-hmm. And, well, there's nerds and then there's geeks. And right. then there's the the mix of that. Um, right. And, but, I, and I should clarify that nerdy is not a derogatory term in my mind. You know, that's but, right. But for some people it might be. But I feel like gaming often gets sort of just classified it's like oh that's for this kind of people but it's really not because it's everyone not. likes to have fun it's not that's one of the things that we try to do is bringing gaming to families and our neighborhood mm-hmm. so that it's not so classified and and well that's not for me because i'm not a nerd or i'm not a geek mm-hmm. i think that geeks like geeky things mm-hmm. and you know <laughs> some of the games are very deep and strategic and yeah. You have to know and think and work out. And some games are just like Uno and it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my personal go-to game is Phase 10, a card game, which my husband introduced me to. And that it's that's very accessible, I right. would say. Although occasionally some friends of ours have gone down the rage tunnel when they get frustrated. Oh, that game. <laughs> that game's fun and intense. Yeah. Very intense. Well, thank you, Laura Schneider, for being our guest today and for bringing so much fun to our community through Meeple's Games. It's really awesome to have this space here for people to gather and play and connect. And if you have kids and you want to get them out of your hair during this winter break, this is probably a good place for them to come. That's right. (laughs) That's it for this episode of Always West Seattle. If you like what you heard, please share this episode with your neighbors, friends, colleagues, pets. And it would really, really help us out a lot if you left a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. We would also love it if you posted about us on Facebook and Instagram. Our handle is Always Podcast. And feel free to drop us a line in one of those social platforms if there's a story that you think that we should cover. Always West Seattle is a Made with Bacon production, all rights reserved. Interviews have been edited for brevity and clarity. I'm Keith Bacon. Thanks for listening. <laughs>